All right. Good morning, Prince of Peace. Good to see you. You know, it's the first weekend of June, and here I am, the teacher preacher, back in the pulpit. So you know what that means. We finally made it to graduation season. Woohoo! Go us! Oh my gosh, especially this year. Woo. Uh, thank you, Brent, and everyone. Uh, for letting me share some good news again today. I appreciate that. I always appreciate the opportunity uh, to stretch my preaching legs a little bit every once in a while. Uh, and so with that said, graduates, uh, a bit of advice. Make sure that you always step outside of your comfort zone periodically. And the good news is that you won't ever have to do it alone, but I'm gonna get to that in a minute. But for now, blessings to you. Uh, during these awesome and exciting and thrilling and wondrous and nerve-wracking times. We hope you soak it all in as you go through this season of recognition and celebration. And to the moms and dads, whoo, I'm feeling you. I say blessings to you as well, considering the changes you're going to experience soon too. I am feeling the feels for you as we are personally in our family, one year away from being in the same position of having to let go of our future senior. <laughs> um, as many uh, who have gone before us have uh, said often, it's a surreal moment in life and letting your, let that act of letting your kid go out into the world. And so it's, and it's so hard to think about all those growing up years and how they just seem to pass away so quickly. And now it's time to let go in a bigger way. So our community here at Prince of Peace, all of us, we are thinking of you parents and praying for you as you too shift and change. And the good for, news for you is you won't be alone either, uh, but I'll get to that in a minute. So we're going to start out uh, with this sermon with a little game. And I may or may not have been able to conscript a couple of participants today. So. Um, welcome, everybody, today for our game of Senior versus Senior Pastor. <laughs> Contestants, come on down. Oh, look, we have a Senior Pastor. Yay. <laughs> oh, look, we have a Senior. Come on down. <clears throat> All right. There are prizes, by the way. So. Uh, welcome, contestant senior. Your name is? Nathan Halverson. Nathan, and where? what high school do you hail from? Champlain Park High School. Woohoo! Go Rebels! Yay! And welcome, senior pastor. You are? Chad Brecky, Bloomington Kennedy. Woo! Go Eagles! Class of 81. Yay! <laughs> Very good. All right, so today's game is uh, tell me what I mean when I say, and then I will say a line, then you tell me what I'm saying. Okay, simple as that. And once you, if you have the answer, just raise your hand. And then we'll take, we'll keep score. Tell me what I say, mean when I say, that is some lit drip on that fit. Yes. <laughs> you, you look nice. You, yeah. Your clothes are fire. I mean. Yes, that's correct. Woohoo! That's some excellent, awesome, expensive things you got on that outfit. Very good. Senior. Rebel, one. Senior, Pastor Eagle, zero. I, I still don't know what she said. <laughs> Next one. What do I mean when I say, hey girl, spill the tea? 
Oh, here we go. Uh, she wants to hear the drama. Oh, that is correct. Bing, 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 bing. Two points for the rebel. Woo. Excellent. Next one. I what could have guessed I mean? that one. <laughs> what do I mean when I say, bruh, no cap? Hey, here we go. <laughs> it, it means that they aren't lying. Yeah, that's it. That's the answer. How you doing? Good? Was, what did you just say? <laughs> no what? No cap. Oh, that's no a cap. Thing. Okay. No cap. Yeah, here we go. Next one. What do I mean when I say, TBH, she's flexing? Oh, well, oh, that was close. We'll, we'll see over here if the eagle can do it. To be honest, she is posturing uh, confidently. Whoa! Way to go for the senior pastor. Pastor, one point for come him. Back. Whoa, come that's back. Whoa, that's pretty good. What do I mean when I say that is super sus? Oh, here we go. That means they're suspicious. That's right. They're super suspicious. Okay, and one more for the win. Here we go. What do I mean when I say that pizza is bussin'? It was good. Let's give a round of applause. We do have some special prizes for both. Oh, no, wait, prizes, prizes. The super special treat bag from uh, Target. There you go, some snacks. And you get a parting prize, too. You get a sabbatical. Yay! Do you know what he whispered to me on his way out? He said, you knew more than I thought you were going to. I'm not sure that's positive news, you know. Thank you, Chad. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. Okay, so I do have a point to all that, by the way. Uh, as a high school English teacher, I regularly study up on the latest language that floats around school, as you might guess. I could probably have done okay with some, most of those phrases, but not all of them. I had to look up a couple. I had to get a little help from uh, the people in my house, too. Uh, so, for that matter, um, Language and the study of texts in all of its shapes and forms is at the center of what is talked about in my class all day long. That, that's what I do. And often in my classroom, you will hear me talking about the power of language, how texts can have multiple meanings and how context really matters when reading a text and how fun it is to find that really crafty, juicy word to fit any given writing assignment. But regularly, we talk, uh, the talk then will all come back to this one key idea. So we talk about the communication cycle of sender, text, and receiver. And there's this intriguing, in that space, there's in, this intriguing dance that occurs. It starts with the sender attempting to send a message and that message can take a variety of forms, a, an essay, a photograph, documentary, tweet, poem, graphic novel, commercial, whatever. Think of, think of the form. And then the sender takes care to figure out how to design the message so that the message comes across in the way they want it to be received. And then that message floats through a channel like a newspaper or a social media platform or maybe even a church service, whatever and that it is read by the receiver. Then the receiver spends some time decoding the message and internalizing what it is saying. 
Now, whether or not the receiver takes in the message how the sender intended it, that's the catch. Or as I teach with Hamlet when he says, I, there is the rub. While the sender may work to do anything they can to get the message across, it may not be received in the way it was intended to be received. If the message is confusing or distorted in any way, or if the receiver doesn't have enough background in the content, or if the receiver simply does, is not having what the sender is sending, then all different kinds of feedback can be returned to the sender, thereby forcing the sender to either figure out another approach or give up. <laughs> Essentially, all of this boils down to figuring out how to understand one another. I'm pretty sure that in some shape or form, the essence of, the most of this communication process and its study is at the heart of most high school curriculum, uh, language arts curriculum specifically. I know my husband, Brian, uh, he teaches at North Hennepin, and he's taught this before. And it's the starting point for most communication majors at the post-secondary level. And I can assure you, it's at the heart of today's scripture. So here we go. Quick side note, I remember growing, I, I have a background in growing up in the church, and I do have this faint memory of reading the Acts scripture one Sunday and getting a little pat on the back. I was like, I was feeling all big about saying all the names. So uh, it's, uh, it, it certainly has part of my memory bank. Uh, and I don't know if I fully understood the text, though, when I read it, but now I understand it a little bit more. So today's story from Acts is about this wild time right when the Christian church was just starting to form. Groups from all over were gathering in the city of Jerusalem to celebrate, it's actually a Jewish festival called Shavuot, and I hope I'm saying that properly. And that's a time when they remember God's giving of the law or the Torah, that's what it's also called, uh, through Moses. Now, the side note about that is this festival occurs 50 days after the first day of Passover. Of course, with the writing of the New Testament and the growth of the new church, and with the recognition of the story we just read about today, it, we Christians now retitle it, we call it Pentecost, which is the Greek word for 50. All right, interestingly, the writer of Acts wanted to emphasize the wide-reaching aspects of this event. That is why he spends all his time listing all these groups, right, these, uh, this, these peoples. And so the Elamites and the Medes and the Parthians, all of those. I imagine, well, I'm trying to think about what that would look like today. It would be like if we were going to a convention and we'd say, oh, look at it, there's the people from Washington or there's people from Arizona or Missouri, whatever. The difference in this story is that um, in this scene, uh, the various groups, they see they all spoke different languages to the point where they wouldn't have necessarily understood one another. And so then we come to this moment where this inner group, likely, you know, the disciples and some others, and of course Peter, and they're found in some building somewhere, and they're all using these languages. And not only that, they're understanding one another. Well, this certainly drew quite the crowd and of course, people were perplexed by what was going on. They were totally confused. And then, of course, some of them start making fun of this whole scene. They're like, you can imagine this guy going, oh, hey, 
I think this group started the celebration a little bit early today. <laughs> you know what I mean? A little day drinking, maybe? <laughs> hey, you know what? When it's hard to understand something, what's the easiest thing to do? Well, make fun of it, right? Let's look at it this way. This is for everyone to think about, at least. Unless you are one of those super smart kids. I'm sure there were times in high school that you simply did not understand what was going on. That was true for me, for sure. Now, Natalia, I know you are a science person. Bless your heart. Uh, I, however, was not. Chemistry, chemistry, chemistry. Oh, boy. <laughs> chemistry and I had a very difficult relationship in high school. Uh, balancing equations and understanding moles and knowing how to convert grams, it just, I, it, it, the words just kind of were a wash on me, let alone the concepts, you know. Uh, it was like that peanuts teacher, like I'd be in class and it'd feel like, mur, 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 mur. in fact, um, bless my teacher's heart, Mr. Reinecke, I had to pull that name, name out. Uh, I remember it. he was a kind man, but oh man, he was very boring. <laughs> And he had a terrible time filling the spaces with, oh, oh. He'd say that all the time, oh. And so most, most days in chemistry, I slowly died inside a little bit. One day, I, I remember I just giving up, actually. <laughs> and uh, I started keeping track of all the times he said, oh, uh, oh. Uh. <laughs> and I think I got to about 70. <laughs> so... Was that terrible? Yes, it probably, I did survive, by the way. I'm still standing today, so mostly uh, self-respected adults, so here we are. <laughs> um, and what did I do in that scene, though? I, I started making fun of, of what I didn't understand. So back to our story in Acts. At one point, Peter steps up, um, and he starts to kind of address all this. And he says, hey, listen up. Here's the thing, what you are seeing is the real deal. In fact, this is the Holy Spirit flexing right in front of you. And then with proper attribution, I might add, no plagiarism here, Peter proceeds to reference words from the prophet Joel to bring it all home. Using Joel's words, Peter wanted all there to hear that this spirit this powerhouse from God was going to be something that everyone was going to benefit from. Young, old, men, women, slave, free, everyone. And so here's what that means. No one is to be kept away from the power of the spirit of the word of God. Isn't that awesome? At the very, very, very start of the church, the one we're connected to right now as we sit here, the intention was that the church would be for everyone. And to make that community happen, it is clear that God would help us out with figuring out how to understand one another, to help us to understand the things we have a hard time understanding. God gives us help by giving us the gift of the power of the Holy Spirit. 
So certainly graduation is a time of gift giving and the church has a special way, gift to give. Uh, and of course, graduates, we're gonna give you a gift today. And the answer this time is not Jesus, but uh, Jesus is still a part of this. So we'll, we'll stay, we won't deny that. Um, but for your grad party today, we are going to give you the gift of the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, this gift is no ordinary gift. It is the gift that keeps on giving, and it's a gift that will always be there. So I want you to think about that. It's a gift that will always be there. So with that in mind, um, here's your instruction manual. Here's how it works. I'd like you to think of the spirit as kind of a wingman or a sidekick, maybe, or a cheerleader, perhaps. A helper, essentially. And when you need things like comfort, hope, faith, or even understanding, that is when you look to the spirit to help you. So here we go. I want to finish with one specific feature of the spirit. The Spirit does drive us to connect with others. And so think about how important that's going to be, my seniors, as you go out in adult in the world, or when you find yourself in entirely new spaces, because you will get there, and you will eventually encounter things and people you just don't understand. Nevertheless, God the Spirit will constantly call each of us into those spaces. And when you get there, into those more challenging and difficult situations, you might be surprised you got e even got there in the first place. But you can have faith that the Spirit will always be at work in that space, reminding you that those around you are the children of God. So graduates, here's my blessing for you today. May the Lord bless you on this next part of your life journey. And I see why am I? God is never far and POP is only an email or text away. So TTYL, peace out.